And then one day she decided to start living her own life. She organized her crap and she got busy. Hello and welcome to Organized Chaos. I'm your host, Kimberly Jensen. Did you know this is like my favorite time of year where this is kind of when I originally created Organized Chaos because I found that it is the most chaotic season of my life. And I assume every other mother out there probably feels the same. Every other human really feels the same. And what started uh, as some simple systems began this whole business idea of helping women organize their chaos so that they could be present for the, the things that they love the most. They could go after those goals without being consumed with these things that have to get done. Um, and yet, if not organized correctly, will completely take over your life. And so... I feel like I get even more excited and I actually, I I was sharing with our, I have an organized chaos community that I, every week we share our weekly goals, our weekly lists. And as I was sharing, they were like, your list is so small, Kim. And I said, you know, it's literally a testimony to these systems finally playing out in my life. And I feel like I finally... I figured it out. I, the, What I had hoped would be has finally come to be. And I just want to encourage you, if you are struggling in this, these systems, uh, in the new year, there will be an entire new training program. It will be a, once, a one-time paid membership uh, that will get you access to all of the trainings, and then you get to be a part of the community for life. Um, so any trainings going forward, there will be um, lots throughout the year. There's monthly chaos calls that are just going to help you stay organized and stay on top of the things that you need to do so that when things get out of control, you're not totally derailed. That That's really the premise of organized chaos. And so stay tuned for uh, those details, but there is a training coming up on this, actually this coming Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern time. We will be organizing our quarterly goals for the remainder or for January, February, March, um, and, and really digging into what that looks like as well as planning January. Um, it's a fun, informative meeting. You will leave with a full planner. Um, you'll feel lighter in your step, and I promise it will feel like, wow, this was really like one of the best hour and a half I've spent in a long time. Um, so you can check all those informations in the show notes today. I am also having a vision call meeting, a vision night on December 20th. That's next Tuesday that will be all encompassing from, you know, goal planning to uh, setting your word for the year, just really being intentional about um, the year to come. So uh, you can see those uh, in the show notes as well. Uh, Today, I want to talk about something super simple, Um, a, a super simple in the sense of sometimes we just need to go for the easy win. And I want to talk about that as I was sharing with my daughter about easy ways to be kind. And sometimes we get so caught up in our own selfish desires or our own friendships or our own this, our own that, that we, even in our 40s, can cause a lot of strife for people in the, even though it's so unnecessary. So I want to talk about that today. Okay, so, you know, I grew up, or I didn't grow up, I went to, I worked for a church for uh, a number of years, two different churches actually, and 
Uh, one of the things you do when you work for a church, or maybe it's worked for any company. I, I actually have no idea. I'm kind of assuming you maybe do it for a lot of companies these days. I've been out of the workforce for a while. I'm not sure what happens out there. But you do something called strength, find, strength finders. And strength finders takes this test and the test, there's two things that usually one you have of the two, you're either this or you're that. And the two are includer or um extra or, um, includer or oh my gosh, I'm struggling with the, not, I don't want to say extrovert, but not excluder. Cause that sounds, um, small. Oh my goodness. Should have looked up this word before I jumped into an entire podcast. It doesn't really matter. Basically I uh, intentional, um, the opposite of includer. So more like your group of friends is three to four. Um, you don't feel the need to include everybody. And for as long as I can remember, I was an includer. I was, I would include anybody because I never, I, I was someone who never wanted people to feel left out. And that probably stemmed from the fact that I moved so many times. And so I was never part of a, any group. I was always like the new girl. And of course I made friends and made my own groups and, and whatnot, and then included everybody. And it, for a long time, I struggled with this concept of the opposite person being very like exclusive, exclusive. I think that was what the word was. And where, you know, you're, you're really only, you really only pour into three or four people and, and, and that's, and, and and I think I struggle with that because I'm like, it's such an easy, like, are you ever going to like let other people into your friendships or this is it? You just stay like locked down. And I, I didn't really understand that. And then of course you get into your thirties and you realize that you end up being, or maybe you're not, maybe you're still a, an introvert or a includer and you include the masses. Um, but I have slowly learned like, yes, you do. You do create a smaller bubble because a smaller bubble is safe and you, the bigger your bubble is, there's more, more room for hurt and more room for, you know, getting your, I don't know, getting left out and feelings and gossip and all that stuff as we're women, we know what that looks like. And so for me, I, you know, and then I ended up in an MLM and of course that's a very, um, includer exclusive world. Um, and what I mean by that is it's like you're, you're included if you're in, but if you're not, you're, you're out. And I, I don't know if it was a, a combination of that with, with 2020, um, and my thirties and having children, but I found myself slowly becoming more of a introvert in the sense of, and, and a, um, keeping my circle, exclusive it, it being smaller being being creating a smaller group a smaller circle um to really pour into and in recent years i feel like as i'm new again in a city and actually the pre- predominantly most of the people are new in the city because everybody was moved from their states that were you know that nobody wanted to live in anymore And I have found myself kind of laughing at this idea that creating or making friends in your 30s is like easy at all. Um, Because now you have like a very specific um, relationships and it's parenting and it's uh, all these things that we are supposed to do when, you know, we don't really know how to do it and we don't know how to let people in. 
And so one of the things that I have found, and this is kind of the sad part, is I think I have a lot of people who ask, like, how do you create community? You know, you've moved and you create community and you've, you know, you you do this well and I'm struggling. I don't feel like I have any friends and um, what does that look like? And so I, I have this thought recently and maybe it was because I was left out of something that I think was an easy win. And what I mean by that is it wouldn't have hurt it wouldn't have it wouldn't have been too many um, just to go for the win of the invite, um, and I think that we as women we we don't go for the easy win. We've been damaged by other women so much in so many different ways that without even realizing it, we are always kind of on the defense, and we're always kind of. Um, taking things personal and we're always looking for things that, oh, they, they said this, but they really meant that. And I was listening to my daughter the other day and I realized that she was already doing that. And I was like, man, this is something that of course my son ever, they don't, they don't do any of this. This is a total woman thing. Um, and I think it's because we have this need to belong. Um, but then we have all these guards and all these hurt feelings and all these things that we've been through that we then put up all these like storefronts that we're, we don't let people in or we don't go for the easy win. And I guess my, I really don't have a tangent. I really don't have a thing for you today aside from, you know, after getting, I think my feelings hurt for the umpteenth time, right? I have to, allow myself the freedom to realize that number one, I'm not going to be everybody's cup of tea. And number two, uh, there is a, there is a, there is a world in which exclusivity and includers can, can coexist. And I think this is where it's like, you go for the easy win. Like you, if you know, if you can think about the other person, um, and this was the conversation I had with my daughter about some a situation at school. It was like, if you can just go for the easy win, you just include them. Like it's just, there's no, it doesn't hurt you. It's not going to affect the situation. Unless of course the person is uh, toxic, well then that's a whole other situation. But in fourth grade, I don't think people are really that toxic yet. Um, and so to me, it's just, you go for these, you and include them, like just invite them. If you see the girl sitting out, you invite them. If you know that they long for community and friendship, invite them. If you are, um, a place where you hold, you know, and, and I think the bigger piece to this and probably why most parents are so apprehensive about allowing their children on social media is because we now live in a world where we are constantly portrayed like, why wasn't, why didn't I get the invite? Why didn't I get the invite? And I, I don't think that it's on purpose, but I do think there is a level of, Ooh, look at me, look at all my friends, look at my situation. But again, I think it's the bigger picture. Like what is the purpose in you sharing something, right? What is the purpose in that, in creating that? Now, uh, this is where I saw this play out in the MLM world. Of course, our in, the entire job of the MLM world is to create a community that looks as though it's thriving and healthy and loving and in, and including so that women want to be a part of your community. And I will say there is a there is a bond uh, that that feels a lot like sorority life back in the day um, where you do find 
a common ground and you are, you know, hustling for the same kind of thing. And, and honestly, it feels good. Uh, it feels good to be a part of something. And I have found, and actually was talking to your girlfriend yesterday, I've found myself longing for that again, as I was part of, you know, a big community, um, for years where we were thriving and we were, you know, hundreds of women meeting up in cities and working out and doing those things. And that's, that has lost its luster over the years, um, from a lot of toxicity as well as of course, just change in MLMs and the whole world, et cetera, et cetera. So I think that we, as far as community goes, number one, if you are in a new city, we'll, we'll go with some advice here today. I really think I just came here to rant and maybe let you hear that like I too can feel left out and social media really is the place that the that feelings get hurt and it, it really is an easy win just to send the invite or to you know extend something. It's not going to change the situation. Even if you have a small bubble of people, the likelihood of you needing to share that on social media every five seconds is hopefully pretty low. But in these larger things, it's okay to include and 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 ask to be included. So you're moving, if you move to a new city and you're looking to get involved, number one, in my opinion, the best place to start is is your church. Uh, is there a women's group? Is there mops? Is there a, a women's um, Bible study? Is there a BSF? Um, BSF is a phenomenal nationwide Bible study. Um, it, it's all ages. It's it's going to help you um, just feel instantly connected to a group of people, women um, that are obviously on the same walk of kind of life with you. But the cool thing about BSF is you get all ages. So you're going to get the older women pouring into you and as well as just having that variety, which I, of course, I just think is so essential. Um, Number two, uh, you know, be open to, to just sharing like if there's somebody that's always doing the inviting, just ask like, Hey, listen, I, I noticed that you put on all these things. Can I come? Like, please, can you let me know? The more we just let people know our hearts, if then they choose to not invite you, then maybe it's worth the conversation. But if they, if you're a community driven person and you would like to be included, I think the best thing you can do is just let people know you want to be included. There's no harm in that. It's not needy. It's not weird. It's just truth and raw and it's going to make you um a real person that has real feelings that would like to just have some friends (laughs) number three if you are struggling in this like especially if you're a new mom um or you just have lots of young kids and you you know you need that community join an mlm Uh, i'm not saying you have to join mine uh but i will tell you that some of it's just it's going to meet you in a need that you may not even realize that you needed to have uh and it's just it gives you a little bit of something and i will never take away from what uh my mlm was in the initial stages of of childbearing i mean i went through so much move we moved i don't know four times i think i had two children two three postpartum journeys um, I went through a very interesting traumatic thing at my church. I had a miscarriage. Um, I went through 2020. Um, and I will tell you that I will say without fail, the thing that got me through was my Beachbody community. They were there 
when the world wasn't. They were there when friends disappeared. They were there when I was now moving to a new city. Uh, they were there in, in the thick of it. And they were so like-minded because they were, you know, we were there to live a healthy lifestyle and to work out. And so if I wasn't showing up, they were on me and, and getting after me. And I think that's what's so um, that's what's so great about these things. Now I can see why, like there's obviously, there's the negative of it, but I think when you go into it with like, I'm just here to, you know, be in part of a community and, you know, all the trips that I got to go on and the free trips I earned, none of that would have happened without being a part of it. And so, um, if you're longing for something and you're, you know, you've exhausted your home resources or you live in a small town or whatever, that that is a phenomenal place to start. Um, number four, um, I think being open and being able to be transparent with a couple of people, um, especially as you learn, you know, as you get closer to one and, and letting them in, you know, I, I often have this conversation with a girlfriend and she's like, I think that the reason our friendship works so well is because we both give. Um, you can't just always be the taker. Can you take my kids? Can you help me with this? Can you meet me here? Can you, can we go to this because I'm going to this? Can we, can we, can we versus like, Hey, can I, Hey, can you, can I have your kids? Hey, can I take your kids? You can go on date night. Hey, can, um, you come over and have coffee and we let the kids play, be on the reciprocal, but we can't always be getting, getting, getting. We have to change the script and be the one to also give, um, and be offering and not always be the friend that's just calling because they need something. People eventually see right through that. And that's truly now, if both of you are needy and you're both exhaust, you know, you're both helping on both ends and it works because it's just give and take, um, similar to like when my daughter, she has one girlfriend she battles with and I'm, it's because they both want to do what they want to do. And I finally said to both of them one day, I'm like, listen, this is an easy win. You both like to do what the other person does. You just both want to do what you want to do initially. So here's my challenge to you. Do this for 15 minutes and then do that for 15 minutes. It's the same thing. Parenting, teaching your children how to have friends is the same thing we often need to hear. We have to be available. And, um, you know, I was watching this, this video the other day and it was, I can't even think, Shia LaBeouf. Apparently he went through some very hard, um, I think addiction things and went like, like hit like solid rock bottom. And one of the biggest things he said was it's the gift of presence of your presence. And that goes so far. It's the gift of being able to just say, yeah, let's do that. Or yeah, come on over. Or, Hey, let's do this tomorrow. Or, you know, being, um, just being making room to be present with your friends, your children, your spouse. Um, you, that's, what's going to make all of these relationships thrive. And so when we kind of figure out those things, we will, you will find yourself full of community. And so I hope that that, um, you know, it's, it's funny when I get new clients, um, that join, you know, whether they're just there to do fitness or whatever, they always ask like, how can I succeed? How can I succeed? And I, my, my biggest thing is, is like, go all in, like be, you know, we have like a big posting, like where we all share our workouts and our food, et cetera. And I will tell you the ones that stay and the ones that 
get results are the ones that show up for other people too. They comment on other people's posts. They, um, you know, they share every day, but if you're always just like me, me, me and share about me and post on me and me, 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 what? I mean, yeah. Like people eventually are going to be like, nah, I'm good. Like that person's all about them or they, they always need this or, and of course it's okay to be needy, but there has to be that give and take, um, in every, in every relationship. So Uh, I'm not too sure what you may have gained from this. I hope a lot. (laughs) I hope that it encouraged you with some ideas or maybe even, wow, I could probably do that better. This, you know, this would go a long way in this relationship. Um, I hope that that helped you see, um, just how that could work. So, uh, Anyway, take it with you. Take it what you will. I hope you will share this um, with someone who else may, who you might know, who just has been struggling in that lonely mom life. Because I will say, um, and and mo- mo- not even just mom life, um, woman life. Uh, I used to say, even though I would be surrounded by every by tons of people, I was the loneliest girl in the room, and it was just. I mean, at that time, I was lacking Jesus, but. Uh, that's a whole other podcast story. Uh, but there is room for you and you are invited and you can sit with us. Um, just be ready to put in on the other end. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. I hope, like from the bottom of my heart, hope that it gave you hope uh, in a lonely world that there is possibilities here and that you can find condolence and community and safekeeping and sanctuaries and place to belong because I think that when we belong, we thrive. And when we thrive, we are better in every area of our lives. This piece is the relational piece of our emotional health. And uh, it's just one of the areas that we can pour into and hopefully begin to thrive in every area. So um, I encourage you to share this with someone today. Leave me a comment that you are here and you're listening and maybe how this spoke to you. I love reading your reviews. It might be one of my favorite things to do. Um, It just encourages me so much and I feel like it gives me such um, oomph to continue and come up with new topics and, um, you know, just continue to grow this podcast. So thank you again. Have the best day and, um, show up in your own life because the world needs you.